Hosting for this podcast is made possible through mtgcast.com, which is supported by a generous contribution from quietspeculation.com, Magic's premier trading and financial news site. I introduce to you my homie, the man that's here for the people, Eminem Brewer and hero of the community, my man Tyrone. Get it up! Get it up! Bring your hands up! Bring it up! Welcome to the brainstorm. That's right, boy Tyrone here, the leader in the community for Eminem Brewing. That's right. I'm here for all you. Go watch your back. Give you the information you need to overcome and adapt. One thing's not allowed here in the brainstorm. That's being afraid. We ain't afraid around here. Know where we are? We are gangsters. No chumps allowed. You have to worry about being a chump. Know why? I am here for you. I will not allow you to fall down and not get back up. I will bring you back up. I will help you through. Have you in the right places and overcome and adapt in the FNM battlefield. That's what you gotta look at. This ain't no just a little place. That's a battlefield. Gangsta. Bring it up. Get it right. You need something? You come to me. Why? I'm the leader of the community. I'm your boy, Tyrone. I'm MTG Brainstorm. So get ready for the best podcast on the internet. You know what I'm saying? So get it right. What? Hell! Yo, what's going on, folks? Your boy, Tyrone, here for another episode of MTG Brainstorm, episode number 50. Yes, I have made 50, and I'm pretty much, everybody's probably surprised. Like, wait a minute. He just brought out 49. Well, this is 50. It's the main reason why I had to come out with no one. This is quick, so I got the bug back a little bit. But I got the man with the master plan, the man that knows magic, the man knows how to do interviews, talk to people, and someone to make you always make you go, hmm, you have a point. I never thought it like that. That deck list is awesome. And that gentleman is my homeboy. Homeboy what? Mr. Scotty Mac. What's going on, Mac Daddy? <laughs> Not too much, Tyrone. Thanks so much for having me back. This oh, awesome. no problem. You are the first guest, and it would not have been right not to have you on episode number 50, my friend. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Thankfully, I'm not as hungover as all of the people that went to Vegas. Yes. Because I didn't go. Oh, that, I, I wish I would have went. I'm sure that, that, I don't know, probably would have been trouble. Probably, probably had to uh, <laughs> drive back or maybe even walk back and been in so much trouble thinking about excuses I could make. Uh, what I did, but yeah, thank goodness I didn't have to go. Uh, would have been, I ain't gonna lie though, that would have been awesome. I had been to Vegas and I know what's in Vegas and, whoo, boy, it would have been a trip and I would have been, oh, that would have been awesome to do that. But, uh, yeah, it's everyone who went to Vegas and listened to the podcast, uh, I'm glad you guys had a great time and, uh, welcome back home to a safe environment and, uh, let's go ahead and get on with some, about some magic, man. But, uh, yeah, it's just another glorious, glorious week of magic. Uh, got last stuff we're gonna talk about here today. We're gonna talk about some rug. We're gonna talk about Mr. Sky's Mac, Mr. Uh, online, uh, MTGO Master Naya Midrange deck. You guys there? Also, maybe we might get into some modern masters, but you know, mostly my pocket is mostly deals with F and M and standard. You know, maybe a little bit of uh, popper or anything here and there. What we're talking about, but we may talk about a little, just a little bit of spec. I mean, more not more about cards, or just how it, it may change the game. And whatever else I can come up with here, man, you know, we're 50 years old, you know, 
50-year-old podcast. Not 50 years, but you know what I mean. <laughs> we're 50 in the podcast, you know, although we know we're near the 18, you know, the, you know, to me, maybe one of the, actually is the reason why I started podcasting, uh, you, mister. I have to thank you for that. And, uh, pretty much what it got started. And actually, you know, so you don't want that told me, I said, oh yeah, do you know that you can go hear the post your podcast? So pretty much this, Everybody, if you ever see Scotty Mac out open, you shake his hand if you like to brainstorm because this gentleman here started the show. So, other way, he, he did not know it, but he did put his feet in the water. So that's so awesome! I I never knew that man. That's yeah. so amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh yeah, I, I thought I, I guess I never told you. Yeah, you're the, you're the one re- main reason why I started the podcast. Man, I started listening to y'all talk about your decks and tomorrow, you know how the fun you know fun is though. But you know at first, you know I had a couple of hosts, you know a couple of my, my buddies at the time we were playing Magic back in the day, back in. uh uh, Meriden, um, Meriden Besiege area, uh, era, uh, El Drazi time and stuff. But they pulled yeah. it off, they quit playing, then, but you know, I, I continued to strive on. And, um, I remember last time we was on, uh, Heavy Meta, uh, KYT was like, you know, he said, I gotta give you big props to you. And I was like, why? Cause you do a podcast by yourself. I'm like, it's not that, really that hard. But, but a lot, I guess a lot of people need, you know, need a little, you know, a little kick on the side. But me, you know, I just, hey, point me in the direction I go, you know, yeah. you know, but, but, you know, it's even funner. But it seems I kind of, kind of glad I kind of don't, but I kind of do. But it's that, uh, when I get somebody on, it just, it's just more exciting. It's like I can just get the engines going even more and more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's funny because we had one episode where, um, you know, I, I basically ran the first, I don't know, 10 minutes. There was yeah. a challenge internally. People were going to be late. And I said, you know, screw you guys. I'll do it myself. And, and you know, somebody challenges, no way he'll last 10 minutes by himself. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, having to go through that, I mean, I think I handled it fairly well. I and mean, I basically asked myself, like, what would Tyrone do? You know, so, <laughs> so I just kind of had to channel my inner brainstorm and just get there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But, yeah, yeah, but it's when, tough, once man. you said my name, I was like, I was in the car when I heard it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got some props. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I feel special now. That's what that's the right. hell I'm talking about. Yeah, man, that was a, uh, that was some good stuff, man. Yeah, you, you, you guys really put, you know, in a lot of, you know, a lot of flavor and stuff. You know, I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I kind of, you know, kind of nitpick a little bit what y'all, what y'all talk about on your show every once in a while, just to enrate it and put my touch on, you know, give it the, the, you know, the brainstorm, uh, uh, not approval, but uh, just you know, a little speck of flavor onto it, because you know, because you, you guys always bring up very good points, and some people don't hear it until like you, you know, really stamp into the brain. You know, like, oh, so this is why he said it. This is what this means, and this is why he listens to this podcast. So I give you guys props all the time. So thank uh, you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I listen. I listen every time, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I don't miss an episode of the Brainstorm. Every so. time I post anything besides a podcast, he say, "Yeah, that's nice," but how about a new podcast? You know, yeah, always true. telling me I need a podcast. Give it up, give it up. And you know, there's they, honestly, man, nothing makes my drives better than just like sitting, chilling back, listening to your your sick beats, and just like <laughs> relaxing to the sound of your voice. It's like, yep, it's wicked. It's exactly what I need after a long week of crazy, and it just makes life sane. So, yeah, we. Uh, I mean, speaking of life sane, I mean, we had a pretty good episode of the A Team this week, where you know, especially with everybody coming back from Vegas, mm-hmm. you know, talking about balance with life and stuff. And I mean, something you and I were talking about before the show, and. And it's it can be really tough out there, and I'm really glad that everybody's kind of taking that, uh, taking it well and taking it to heart. And and I mean the feedback we've received on it has been just astronomical. So we're we're very we're very very happy 
to be able to to share that section of our lives with everybody and and hopefully you guys are all getting value out of it too. So it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you have to you have to like I said, there we go, and and rating something off of your podcast about talking about that. Uh about talking about family. You know, pretty much I think every every podcaster, you know, who has a family should integrate that in there because you know sometimes I really, really, really want to go, but then sometimes my wife she she's like really, I just want to sit here and watch a movie with you. But the whole time it's like oh my god, I just built a new deck, I gotta play it, I gotta see how it goes. Gotta see. But then you know, then you look in her eyes, I'm like I can't disappoint my wife, and it's not really not the point of this. Well, one of the part is disappointing, but the other part is you are gonna pay for it later. That's where you look at it. Mm-hmm. If, if, you yep. if, you, if you guys can't think of any other way, you gotta think of it as. I do this I'll be punished probably for the next week it's not worth it so you know so cherish the days where she says oh I'm just going to stay home relax go ahead and play just say thank you kiss her and get out the door for she change her mind but <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but besides that if you get a break go ahead and take it man go ahead and take the break and, and uh, don't put your kids or anybody's family over this game of magic because trust me they, they the game will not go anywhere they make enough money without you anyway so always remember that the game ain't going nowhere it's been for what 20 years now so you know it's yeah well it's, it's not the going 25th away. anniversary this year right yeah yeah it is yeah so it's uh definitely definitely something special here something i can't just can't imagine but wow i, I played a game oh uh, i wanted to tell you i never got a chance to tell you here or about the podcast i went back home to indiana look for my magic cards right mm-hmm. and we're gonna come to find out the magic cards were in a box in the basement in the year that it flooded Oh, no. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, well, it was in this. Oh, yeah, that container. Yeah, maybe that was in the basement. And I was like, yeah, the basement doing the flush. Like, yeah, we had to throw all that stuff away. And I was like, no. But I did find some old, uh, some game I used to play around, I think, before Magic, you know, basically around Magic. It used to call Spellfire. Yeah. Yeah. My buddy who taught me Magic used to play Spellfire. Yeah, I found all those cards. It's like, dang it. Should put those in the basement. <laughs> so, so basically, what I did is I just eventually just uh, I turn turn those into tokens. Sweet. You know, so you know, just got a little mad and and uh, put um what's called um in like different color sleeves and got dry erasers and made like one ones whatever or something like that. So everything Ooh. like that. Plus, uh, talking about tokens, tell your homie Jay Boosh he did not have to post those pictures of those. Men gentles on those cards. Have you have you seen those? Yeah, this is the anti league. Yeah, yeah. I was looking. I was like, oh, look at the card. Look, and then I saw his hashtag. I'm like, okay, he's probably just being funny. No, no more Jay Bush. I look, and I was like, oh my god. They said really, uh, and there was dirty, dirty cards. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. I got turned. Wow, my wife was like, what is that? Nothing. That is nothing. <laughs> I have no idea. It's it's somebody from Canada. I have no idea how to explain it to you. So, yeah, man, it was uh it was definitely definitely something else. Uh, very quite surprised, but yeah, that it, that's kind of was like yeah, that's not not a bad idea. I wish I had some people, some artists here that can, you know, do some you know do some little artwork for myself. But um, oh, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Les Kershaw does some unbelievable proxies really for tokens unbelievable stuff for tokens yeah um on google plus there's z's proxy factory is a is a group uh-huh. on google plus so if you're not a part of it you should look it up but basically it's like the google facebook right google plus okay and uh the, some of the stuff that he's done have, have been amazing uh like his soldier tokens with uh, iron man on them are amazing uh-huh. 
Uh, yeah, just all sorts of crap, and it's definitely worth looking at for sure. So, if you're interested in cool tokens, that's that's one place to go. I definitely will. I'm sorry uh, if you just heard me go. Is <sighs> because I pulled up the spoilers for uh, M14, mm-hmm. and they just copied a Johnny again. Yeah. God, can we just get a uh, hell? I'll take a gold main. Hell, anything besides. I mean, I don't, it's not get started. We're not even in that type of vicinity yet. But uh, yeah, I, I was just just looking at it here, just getting it pulled up for later, maybe, and uh, saw that. I just had to go take my deep breath and go. Uh huh. Yeah, that's. Yeah, did you see? You saw the new the new Garrick that they've spoiled on already? No. Okay, so Garrick, Caller of Beasts. Four colorless green green uh, comes into play with four loyalty. Okay, mm-hmm. it's got a plus one ability that says, "Look at the top five cards of your library." Reve- sorry, reveal the top five cards of your library. Mm-hmm. Put all creature cards revealed this way in your hand. Put the rest of them on the bottom of your deck in any order. Okay, that's just plus one ability. Yeah. Okay, I've seen it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Minus three. Put a green creature card from play from your hand into play. <sighs> And then his minus seven is completely absurd. Whenever you play a creature spell, you may search your deck for a creature. You get an emblem with whenever you play a creature spell, you may put a creature card from your library into play. <laughs> Are you serious? What? They got a so-called yeah. picture of him. Let me see what the picture looks like here. That's, Picture's decent, too. That's dope. It is dope. Right? It is dope. I like it. And they got like a, what, put six mana, though? That's that. So, that must I mean, like, tell you not, something. It's not triple green. Yeah, so that's good. But other one's five though, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's no, triple green. That just tells you something. This set is they're going to be end up doing something. I mean, if you if you're dropping six mana planeswalkers, something's got to be happening here. And I can't. I mean, it's, and it's not even going to be this cycle. You know, it's going to be next cycle. Something's going to happen if you can, if you're able to drop down to six that much. You know, like now it's kind of hard to drop down to six and everything's so fast and you know, I think you know unless you mana, mana you know mana trip here. But I don't even see, I don't see where's that here. Yeah, I don't see any type of. Of course, they do fog again. Whoopie doo. Uh, I don't see no forest seeks or anything like that. So no, I think I think what we are going to get is there's one spell which is. Uh, green one sorcery, and this is in Duels of the Planeswalkers 2014, mm-hmm. which I downloaded yesterday. Oh, is it out? I don't out? know if it's actually going to be in. Uh, yeah, Duels of the Planeswalkers 2014 is out today. It's out, yeah, it's out for Steam, it's out for PS3, and it's out for Xbox 360 today. It was actually out for iOS and Android yesterday. But yeah, they're available. Oh, hold on, hold on, slowly roll. Back up. You said Android and iPad? Yeah. But they're on Steam though, right? And they're on Steam. Oh, yeah, it's, well, it's available for Steam today. So, 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 so basically, there's a you can buy the Magic game for your tablet now. Uh huh. Get out of here. I play it on my Note too, brother. Get like I play Kingdom Hearts Walkers on my smartphone. No yeah. way. Oh, I got a lot yeah. of stuff to do. I got a lot of stuff. Oh, <laughs> I, I got to hurry. My chores up then, man. Holy yep, smokes. It's pretty sick. I did not know that. They did not know that at all. Yeah, and the game's really good. They've added like sealed. You can play a sealed deck now, like sealed deck tournaments. So good. Yeah. Get yeah. out of here. It's, I'll say it again, yeah. folks. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. 
So yeah, so the one spell that I think we are going to see is uh, I don't I can't remember what it's called at this point, but basically it's a green one. Uh, search your library for a forest card and put it onto the battlefield tapped. So it's sort of like Farseek, except it's the other side of Farseek, where instead of any, uh, instead of non-forest, you have to find a forest. So uh-huh. it still works with the rap, like it works with the shocks. It just doesn't, you know. Well, also there's there's one lay of the land. Search your li- uh, search your library for a basic land card. Reveal that card and put it in your hand. So I guess I guess that is a way of getting extra land if you need one. That's a mm-hmm. although it's not battlefield wise. I'm sure it would have to be a two. I wouldn't think they would bring back Explorer. No. Yeah, that, that card is. So I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. I mean, M14 is uh, going to start be spoiled like crazy starting next week. So. Yeah, I can't wait. But there is one. There is one land I think is going to be crazy. It reminds me of um, uh, Emo Nexus. Uh, yeah, uh, Mutable. Yeah, Mutable. Yeah, because it's a two creature with all creature types until end of turn. Still a land. Yep, that is a reprint from Morning Tide. What do you mean by right all? Back in the day. And that card was. The card's good. No, I'm saying what does it mean by you say because a two-two creature with all creature types. So that- yeah, so like it's a human, and it's like it has changeling. The land oh, has changed. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so like any tribal theme or sub theme or whatever, like for what makes it really relevant is that it's a sliver. Mm-hmm. Ah, gotcha. Okay, so okay, gotcha. Yeah, you got more. Okay. So- got that down. Yeah, that car is going to be definitely something to get a hold of. Man, you know what? I have barely have even. I even bought a fat pack for Gate, uh, not Gate, um, Dragon's Mage yet. Mm. Not, I haven't, I haven't done that. I haven't, like I said, I've been out of the game for so long and I'm, and I'm behind, but I still have a majority of my cards. So one thing it is, is now the other cards from, from the, from this last, uh, Innistrad, now I gotta give up, I, I give them like to my card shop and to the Boys Girls Club. It's like, okay, here you go. I, no one around here. Although I, I play popper online. It's easier to play online mm. than try to play with paper. Cause no one right here really plays yeah. popper. So I just, just give my cards away or I, or I hate to say it though. I take them to the recycling center and have them recycle them. Cause I mean, oh, I got like, huh? I got like, like, like a box full of commons. I, I don't need all those commons. So basically I just get, I just keep four of each once I get all the boxes. Then whatever I don't find four of, I just keep three of, you know, until uh, at least if I don't have three of them, then I don't keep them. You know, so at least get three. Gotcha. So later on, then once I that, then I have my my four of. So I'll do that. I'll stack those up for the time being. But until then, I, th- I pretty much either have to throw them away or I have to recycle them because my wife will not let me stack pile magic cards. So you know, you know how it goes. But anyway, oh, I know. You know well, <laughs> we'll have to. Uh, we'll, we'll get back with the uh, with some of the spoilers here. I see a couple things I want to talk about in there but right now main thing i want to do here is um i want my uh special 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 guest not in handicap wise by just being a great friend and 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 everything even up there in the great north uh we want to uh, i want to go ahead and jump to you man i wanted to uh other day i was just hanging out on the line and uh i just happened i was like i wonder what sky max podcast is so i just happened to jump on twitch and hit my follow button and I had like nine of my nine of the other homies doing uh, Guild, um, Guild Wars 2 but I had one magic and then was Scotty Matt and I said you know what let's watch the Mac boom then what happens when I get in there oh snap my boy Tyrone what's up dude 
But but in the straight straight type of Scotty Matt, he went, "What's up, Tyrone? What's going on?" Blah blah blah. Okay, and back to my deck. Straight like a pro, <laughs> like a gangster right there, boy. He said, "Okay, good. Glad you're here. Uh, all right, it's about me, not you, Tyrone. It's about me. It's about you." Okay, but anyway, um, man, hit me down with the uh, with the deck list, man. I'm I'm very quite interested because I know some of the stuff is in there. But what were you playing last night? So I was playing. Uh, so I've been playing Nye mid range. Uh, I have a Grand Prix coming up in in Calgary for Jay Bush's uh, bachelor party weekend. So we're going to Grand Prix Calgary, and we're going to tie a few on on uh, Saturday night. I can tell you. But uh, so I decided that you know with with M14 coming and it'll be legal uh, during that uh, Grand Prix. I think it's like the first major Grand Standard Grand Prix event after it releases. So, anyways, that being said, I've, I've decided that. Uh, where I want to be for this is in Naya Midrange. There's just some cards that I haven't had much of an opportunity to play with over the course of Standard this year that, you know, whose interactions has just been very, very good and very powerful. And, mm-hmm. you know, I basically came to the realization that you know, those those cards, of course, are like Boros Reckoner, Thunder Maw, Hellkite, and Domri Raid. Uh-huh. <laughs> those cards yeah, are stupid. Yeah, um, um, wait, till, wait till y'all hear the story of what he did with them. Go ahead, man. <laughs> so I'll get to that. Yeah, I'll, you can create some really ridiculous situations, but, uh, so basically, like, there's a bunch of different Nia mid-range lists that are out there, and I've been working with a few guys to, to try to, you know, come up with an optimal one. And, uh, and so what I ended up settling on was a list with, uh, included Gorklan Rampager, because, um, some of my initial lists had, like, smaller creatures, and ultimately I wanted just high, higher power guys that can just beat. And when I came across a situation where, um, we were initially trying Fire Main Angel or Fire Main Avenger, which is the one with like a uh, battalion fueled lightning helix mm. attached to a three three uh, fire. Yes, and either time, yes, I got those. So like the card is decent, and I mean the problem with it, of course, is like Restoration Angel is just better. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like in this deck, you're not blinking anything because it's just like Smiters, Reckoners, Domries. Um, you know, uh, because we were trying to fuel battalion, I was playing uh, Flint Hoof Boars, you know, or as we like to call it, Fast Bacon. Um, <laughs> you know, so fast they're playing bacon. all. Yeah, I heard you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I heard you. Heard you say fast bacon, and I was like, Yum, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's, it's like we've been playing all those sorts of cards, and so we realize that you know the only way to make Fire Main Avenger good is to you know make sure that none of your blocks matter and just play Gorkline Rampager and Slow Charms for all the trample. So we try for a while that was fine, but we like the rest of the deck, but the Fire Main Avengers just generally underperformed, so we found this really spicy card that Woody Edel, Willie Edel mentioned in one of his articles on Channel Fireball, but didn't really you know, think it was well-placed for him. Uh. So we're playing two copies of Sublime Archangel in the deck. Ah, uh, Sublime. <laughs> let me tell you how... Yes, that's the name of it, yeah. Sublime Angel, yes. Like, yeah, like, ahead, let me ahead. tell you how absurd that card is. Yes, <laughs> You know, you you find yourself in these situations with these, you know, creature on creature matchups, which is what standard is basically almost completely devolved into, right? And and so you get into these complex board states where, you know, neither side has too much removal and you're just basically trying to play like big guy, big guy, big guy, and whoever lands the first bomb wins. So, you know, you're in these stalled ground based board states and all of a sudden you cast a blind mark angel onto the table and you swing with your eight eight mana elf. Oh. God, that was just, <laughs> that know? stuff you did was just terrible. But th- that's only <laughs> half of it. Tell, tell us about yeah, the so, Boros Reckoner. Get to that one. So the best interaction in Standard, and this is actually what makes me want to play this deck, is Domri Raid and Boros Reckoner have this really cute interaction where you can make um, creatures fight Boros Reckoner, and they deal, and then just redirect the damage from Boros Reckoner to 
you know, a player, for example. So we have these situations where I play Boris Reckoner, you know, or so like I attack with a guy, he makes a bad block. I have Domery on the table. I haven't done anything yet. So I attack. He blocks with something. I like blood rush my guy with Gorkland Rampager, or maybe it's just this huge guy fueled by, you know, a uh, Sublime Archangel set of Exalted Triggers. Mm-hmm. And so I just attack, make like a, you know, an 8-8 eight, eight, or like a 9-8 or whatever. And then you just play Boros Reckoner and then have used Domery's ability to fight that boosted creature with Boros Reckoner. So yep, basically, you just last night. fireball you, your opponent to the face. You, uh, <laughs> you fought the you fought the um, champion, then you burned the uh, emissary. Yeah, like, yeah. Pump, okay. Um, and then he was like, "Concede now, concede now." Yeah. I was like, and I was expecting like maybe he's going to concede now because I would too. But yeah. no, he stuck around. And he he still lost though. But yeah, this yeah, he's like good game. Click gone out there like that. I was like, yeah, somebody, somebody wasn't happy this turn. Yeah, it's it's really ridiculous. Like the things you can do with Boris Reckoner, you can, you know, you can just two for one your opponent almost every time. You know, you have a Boris Reckoner on the table, and they go, you know, they get these draws where, you know, they the red green aggro draws, and they go uh, like Burning Tree emissary, Burning Tree emissary into like Mayor. Like assume it's a Blitz mm-hmm. deck or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you just go sweet. So I've got like turn two Boris Reckoner because I played it off my Mana Guy or whatever, and then I'm just gonna you know un tap, play Domi Raid, and then use my Forest Reckoner to fight your, uh, you know, fight your 2-2, mm-hmm. and then have that do damage dealt to the mayor, and it's, you know, you just, like, you pass it around, and it's like, yep, I got my guy, and all your guys are dead. Yeah, exactly. dead. <laughs> so, yeah that, that, that was not, then I asked him, I was like, man, that's nice, how many, how many creatures are running, 29? I was like, what, 29, what, what? But then I say, okay, now I see why, you just keep on pumping Pumping their face in and the subline angel and the and the domery, you know, right behind that one. Yeah, that was that was that was pretty pimp right there. I was not expecting yeah. that. That was the, awesome. The other thing too to remember is like you guys aren't just guys, right? Like the mana guys are actually lambs, mm-hmm. and you know, because like they tap for mana. And the Gorkland rampages, although sometimes they're creatures, more often than not they're just absurdly overpowered giant growths. Mm-hmm. But all of them interact favorably with domery raid because you just like plus one draw a card. So, yeah, the deck's very, very much fun, and I just found that, for me personally, I've just, traditionally I've always been an Islands guy, you know, I've mm-hmm. always associated myself with controlled decks and draw, and, you know, like, I mean, last season when you and I were playing, you know, playing online, like, mm-hmm. I had that dirty Asper Control Miracle deck, and yeah. it was absurdly good. Yes, it was. Right? It was <laughs> like, the one that I, I just find myself, yeah. yeah, I just find myself now, and I just... You know, I want to turn guys sideways. I want to mix it up. I want to I want to throw my guys in the pit and start bashing. It's gonna be sick. So exactly. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, it was it was nice. I mean, it was I it didn't lose losing none of my attention. I was like, yes, sir, you're gone, you're gone. And I went and got him some ice cream, and you know, I came back and sit down by the computer and look, I was like, almost spit it out. Like, did he just burn three creatures just like that? What did he do? Then I look, he burned, burn him. Next flying turn attack, fall him. I'm like. What is he getting his stuff from? Then attack with the um, uh, lock spider right behind that, and he, he had four guys out, so he's eight eight. And I'm like, what is this? I mean, you burn on the next turn, you, you attack with extra guy, and he was like, oh, uh, you had the voice of uh, voice of resurgence. Um, had that out. He was like, well, I can do this. Then, well, then if I take that, it's like, oh wait, wait a minute, I get a guy. Then she comes in. and pumps that up then he's like okay i guess the other guy didn't catch it because after he did his move he was like well i guess he didn't see that i can yeah i can't get rid of this guy and swung it for the game for that one hit and i was like 
I want to play the deck. But then once, but, but once you said 29 people, I was like, ah, I can't do it. I can't, I can't, can't do 29. Cause I, I just, I just don't have them. I mean, I got most of the yeah. cards. I don't have to sub by angels or anything like that. But yeah, man, that stuff was, I'm telling you folks, you, you guys, uh, tell them when your, uh, tell them when your stream starts. Yeah. So like my stream starts at generally about uh, between nine and nine thirty Eastern Standard Time on uh, Monday nights. So you can find it at uh, twitch.tv slash legitmtg. Um, and you'll find me there. You can also check out all my archives. And on Mondays also is when my article goes, uh, my accompanying article stream from the week before also goes live on legit in the morning. So you guys can finish up your work week or finish up your weekends and then, you know, wake up to good quality content, a sick ass stream, get y'all hyped up in the new one that night. So Mondays are the Mac days. And, um, and, um, who hosts your show? Oh, what do you, I host my show. No, what I'm talking about, uh, um, your, um, I was one of look for advertisers, not advertisers, but your, your sponsor. Yeah. Who sponsors your show? Oh, yeah. 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 So we're, we're actually sponsored by, uh, mtgotraders.com. Um, Heath and the guys over there have been really amazing. Uh, they do a great job in, you know, helping us uh, get what we need to, to run each week. And their customer service has just been like second to none, completely unparalleled amongst all of the other businesses that I've dealt with on Magic Online. So, you know, they, they really are pretty sweet. And I mean, hey, you know what? They've given me a PayPal code. If you guys want to buy MTGO singles, you can go to mtgotraders.com, use our pat, uh, our code legit MTG PayPal, and, uh, you can score yourself 8% off your purchase. So it's pretty sick. You're welcome, Mr. Medina. But, uh, um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was gonna say the same thing, that same play, when I do decide to buy cars online, when I can't find what I want, that's where I go to get mines as well. So. Nice. Just yeah. make sure you tell them Scotty sent you. Oh, I, I, I remember, I actually, actually put the code on stuff a long time ago, that's what I used. I got wrote down, yep. so yes, yeah, so every time I put it in, then that's what I do. Awesome. Mr. Mac, I tell you, man, you guys understand how Mac Daddy would be macking on that, so. That deck is awesome, check out his streams, like I said, on Monday, uh, 9 Eastern, and, Show some support for my homie, man. Okay, let's go. Let's go ahead and jump into the other uh, other part here. Mostly, um, I was thinking about you know running running into the whole modern thing, but I'm gonna go ahead and just I don't more I look at it. I just it's something I'm gonna get into right now. I rather talk about the more things because I'm looking through most of my notes and uh, my emails and stuff. Most everybody there asks me questions more of standard, and uh, so we go just go stay on the standard base here right now and uh, jump on to the next one here right now. Um. A lot of the questions I, I've been bringing up lately, uh, my last, basically last podcast, I asked, can Rug be a top deck? Da, 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 da. Well, um, of course of all, I got one of my, my main homies over here, Mr. Scotty Mack, that's going to enlighten, uh, he, he in touched on it a little bit on, on his cast, but, uh, on his thing here, but I got him live and direct right now, and we're going to get into it even a little bit more deeper here. So, Mr. Mack, how do you feel about Rug right now compared to Jund? So it's been tough because I've always felt that Rug is basically like the blue version of Jund. And I just feel like um, it right now it's trying it's, – it's just missing like a Sphinx's revelation. Yeah. Like it just sounds really rough, right? Like you, you either find yourself in a situation where none of your removal is actually – like hard removal and what i mean by that is something like an abrupt decay or a doom blade where yeah. you know it's not damage based um and so all of your removal is based around burn and you know you don't have any like overwhelmingly powerful card draw engine mm. so you know it's it's tough because i feel like it's just like straddling a bunch of different areas and and every time i put a rug deck together on paper it just looks so absurdly good 
And then whenever I play it, it just never feels like it comes together for me. So I don't know. Like right now, personally, it's not somewhere where I would like to be, just because I would hate to be looking at cards like Searing Spear and Museum Mortars when there's a Boros Reckoner on the other side of the table.、Uh-huh. But aside from that,、um, I mean, it has access to almost all of the best cards in Standard. So it's really tough to try to understand why it can't be good. I think it's really just a matter of understanding your matchups and making sure that you've got all the right answers for the right threats. And I think that that's what's most important about making Rug a good deck. All right, there we go. You heard it first from the man here. It's like I said, there's the way that mostly what I go with as well is like I said, the way that you're you're talking about how it goes. You're exactly right. You know, it's just having the right cards at the right time here. And、um, mm-hmm. Last week,、uh, like I was telling you earlier before the、uh, for the podcast here, I, I made a rug deck for FNM. I top four my FNM with the deck, but the only problem I had on my FNM with there was this Jun. Well, f- first、um, it was that um, um, it was just come on, most a last minute thing. I had some Tower and Skylanders in there. I just had to throw some extra ones in there.、Uh, threw a couple of little extra spells in there. Probably wasn't necessary, but.、Uh, That's how it goes sometimes. You, those cards that you expect them to throw in there, you know, kind of help you one only, basically maybe one with tower at one time, but it wasn't the main, my main thing here. Mostly was uh, the um, uh, what card we were talking about there,、uh, the succulent rifts. You know, those mostly my styleboard. I, I don't have most of the mainboard right now, but uh, majority that's what it was. I was able to pretty much handle pretty much every single uh, almost every single match. Uh, with John, but then once uh, once he got Cyrus Serrani out there, you know, pretty much it was just pretty much game over because I had to ex- you know expel my other draws and stuff away from from that anyway. And plus anyway, um, how much power? What's his power level? So he's a six four, six, four, and、okay. not being able to just take care of him with the Searing Spirit instant speed、yeah. is probably pretty obnoxious for you.、Yeah. Having to rely on like sorcery speed stuff to kill it is not pleasant. No, it's pretty much you're you're on the you're on the draw here. So, but um, I like I said, like I told you earlier,、uh, get that pulled up here.、Um, I finally、uh, got my tuned it up a little bit. Like I said, I didn't get the get to play earlier, you know, because、uh, you know. You know, family time, but、uh, hopefully this week I'll, I'll be able to get it,、uh, get it、uh, parted down here. And pretty much like you know, this deck is deck here is mine. You know, it's, it's F and M base. But you know, at the same time, really tell you the truth, I probably will go. You know, talk to some you know some homies, some friends, probably some、uh, land base wise. But more, majority by creatures and stuff wise here is just、um, you know. To me, I don't know maybe about y'all. I know how everybody always explains that in certain decks is. Tier one, tier two, tier this, tier that. To me, a deck is a deck. I don't. You 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 have your brews, then then you have the good decks. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you know it's it's nothing wrong taking your deck to brew with. But at the same time,、uh, you know, just jump a subject here. But、uh, well, listen to your podcast with uh, about uh, Jay Boosh. You're talking about play groups and playing with certain people, stuff like that, and everything. He has the exact point of saying, though, if you if your play group is not Is you want to play group that with people that's better than you, and when you become better than them, better than them, then you know that you made it. Now, if you play with people you're on your same level, it's gonna be kind of hard to tell if, if you're making improvement or not in choices. Now, there's difference of 
you know, you got death together that you just want to tweak just to see what's going on with it. But if you feel like you have a final product and you feel like it's done, that's not what you want to do. You, the playgroups mostly are meant for just play testing, just your, you know, your, your first level, first, you know, first tier of it. Okay. Okay. Bam. Hmm. Okay. This is, this is, I want to put in this, but I won't play this. See how it works. You go and you test it. Okay. This is how it is. If you got magic online, that's even better because you play the deck multiple times and get it on. But if you don't, if you don't have the opportunity to play magic online, this is what you do. You just, you, you play it and, and tweak it. Play it and tweak it. You know, that's other things you can do as well. So normally that's what I do. I, like I said, most cards, I'm, I'm not gangster like y'all. I don't have most of the planes of and stuff online. So I can't really play test the deck the way I want, but I, I can go around it here. But, um, let's just go, go ahead and, um, before we, uh, we get down here, let's go ahead and look over the deck. And, uh, and after, after uh, we go over here real quick, Mac, I want you to give me uh, your little, uh, what your your insight on, on here and uh, what you think about it here once we're done. All right. Um, so you want me to take a look at the list that you've got here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the one I said you So one, th- one thing I really like about this is uh, is the Quirion Dryad seem really absurd. Uh-huh. And it's a card that I think has just been like underplayed criminally, and uh, right now it seems like it's it's pretty well positioned, um, especially with sort of all of your spells and, and everything else. I, I think it could be pretty good. Um, the one question that I've got is I know I see you running like one copy of Melic. Is it Paragon? Mm-hmm. Um, like as a six drop with a three four, how are you finding him in actual execution? Have you had a chance to have him on the on the table yet? Yeah, it's when you we play him, he's more. He's more like the, um, you know, basically, if you, if you, if you look at it, look, look, look how, look how it's based and, and look at a gen deck. It's kind of based on, you know, one of, you know, like the Serenity, you know, uh, Sirens, you know, he, when he comes out, you know, he's, you know, it's devastating straight ahead. Me, when I, when I play him is, is mostly when I know a particular time, you know, towards the end, of, you know, towards the end of the game, I may need draw a particular card or, you know, it's like, okay, it's nice to know what your card is playing once, once he's on, you know, once he's on the board. So, you know, you're like, hmm, uh, top cards revealed. And, uh, so, okay, so, you know, like you never know, you may be able to, you know, bust him out to Druid. And, you know, you may have a, uh, a, um, most of the times I want games with him is with Burn on top of the deck. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I take him down, I get him down with Ithling and still pumping up with the, uh, with the Dryad, right? And able enough to, basically stabilize the board then when i'm getting down to that three or two you know i play him out and pretty much they you know it's you know next turn top cards burn you know most people now they don't play where you, you know unless you're playing if i'm playing like a mill deck or anything like that or you know like anytime that make you discard cards whatever then i don't play him i take him out it's mostly against you know mostly against you know the 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 juns and and uh Basically anything non mill, that's what I, I leave him in for. But anything else okay. is out, you know, he's he's more like a, he's more like the flavor touch of the card. You know, you know what I mean? Is is just that uh and you know, I may as at times I want games where I needed to hit it for six. You know, I copy the spell, hit it for six, you know, I want games that way as well. You know, yeah. it, 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 he he's my late you know, he's my my late late gamer, you know, mostly my Ethling, he's my number one. He's my number two, and actually, I have one more games with him than Ethling, but I I smash quickly faster with Ethling in there as being my number one. That's why I say he's my number one, number two. Yeah. No, so but uh, I would so if 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 it were me, 
making the choice on these things immediately. I think the things I would, I would change a Melek for a third Thrag Tusk, because I just think that, like, that card's gonna pull you into that late game where you wanna be anyway. Yeah. Um, I like the Voral interaction with the Quirion Dryad. Yeah. I think that's dude, pretty sweet. I the fact that he's a 1-4 is pretty yeah. good too. I smash people with that, man. It's just pump, pump, pump. And, 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 and no one, if no one has that really type of mobile, you know, like, uh, like, um, like no, um, this, not this, yeah, this pace or anything like move like that when they're stalling, like, especially like, um, like when I play against, when I play against that Burl's deck, once I got above four, there's nothing they can do with it. Yeah. Because once, all, all all, once I got the five, he, they scoop. It's like, well, none of my burn spells can kill it. You know? And, exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? So it's just like, just just pop it off. And uh, yep. one thing I was thinking about putting, maybe putting it in here, that since most of my most of my creatures, like basically also in here is, reason why you see my list like this is because this is what I have. I, I haven't mm-hmm. had a chance to get another threat touch yet. Uh, most people that do have them, they're not getting rid of them right now. Which I'm pretty sure it's pretty soon they will, but after round they're not, and I'm not gonna spend twenty four bucks just on a pack of one of the, the yeah. their decks to get them out. I I play what I got. So this is the reason why yeah. he's in there. Yes, I do agree with you. If I had another threat touch, I would play three threat touches over ten the out. But uh okay. I definitely would do that as well. But I was thinking about taking Milik out and putting a uh prime speaker Reason being is because I always have my dryers up so high. I so, would absolutely 100% endorse that. If you got a prime speaker, oh yeah, in that place, I got totally place that. I got place that. It's prime speakers. So, yeah, but I, I would definitely because also that's another card that works very well with Voral after you've dropped it too. Mm-hmm. So I would I would certainly be uh, yeah that would def- I definitely play that one over over Melic for sure. Yeah, so uh, actually I'll, I'll make I'll make that change up later. See, that's why I go and talk. But uh, also I used to play um, Devil's Place. But uh, yep. but a homie ferret, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, what about clan defiance? That should definitely be. I, I didn't even think about clan defiance because it was probably just in my box somewhere. I said I did not notice that. But then once I got up and and uh, looked at it, I'm like, you got to be. Why am I not <laughs> playing this card? Yeah. Uh, yep. I, I mean, then, then once I once I played and found out, I was able to smash a Olivia, a Thragtus, and win the game. Nice. And, and, and I couldn't, can't, can't beat that. I was like, oh my God, I'm going without this at the same time. But also, I know you probably, also, you're looking at the uh, Planeswalker wise. I told you a story about why I know, uh, uh, Rob I had one, but I had him, uh, one for six. I, I couldn't pass up on the deal. Yeah. So, so I, I had to hit that down. So that's the reason why I did it here. Honestly, you know what? I don't even think Ralzeric is is best in this deck. I think Ralzeric is best in like a Geist of Saint Trap deck, mm-hmm. where you're gonna really try to take advantage of you know the tapping and untapping as well as being able to just like bolt guys mm-hmm. and fog. So, I think um, so. I wouldn't even play him in here, but I think like Tamios are really high on the five slot, and mm-hmm. I think that you probably don't want two in the main deck. No. Um, if do you have another breeding pool? Breeding pools. I'm I'm working on. Like I said, I, I haven't I haven't been pulling uh, boxes lately, so I haven't. Yeah. yeah. Every, every, right now, everything all the land is tight because you know you know okay. new set about to come out. Everybody, everybody, so everybody's been pulling up all the lands on my shop here. But I, yeah. I just haven't had a chance to buy buy anything online because you know we just came back from. Uh, I went to Indianapolis, by the way. I went to go see the family up there and stuff. So I had uh, all the money tied up in that. So I would have had a chance. But once I get everything together, I will be buying. Pretty much when you start seeing like all you you. Eventually, we'll see all the other lands start dueling away. The forests, the islands, and the mountains, you'll start seeing them going down. 
my my root band cracks. I know I got some somewhere else, but I couldn't find them. But pretty much this is what I have. Pretty much everything everything else is going to dwindle away and go back up. But to me, really, man. So so the reason I ask, uh, yeah, it's right. really simple. The reason I ask is is because I think you need twenty five land if you're going to play Etherling and Zagana and you know like a bunch of five drops and you want clan defines to be amazing right so i think you want a 25th land you could probably cut tamia for it i definitely suggest that land produce yeah. blue mana okay good. whatever land you want to use mm. make it produce blue um and then the only and then the gruel key rune is cute um you may want to just <laughs> if you've got it if you've got it if you've got a third mizia mortars i'd probably just play that yeah, I play but it. otherwise this deck looks this yeah so i'd play a third mortars because it's just very very good right now against the red green aggro decks um, being able to kill cards like Locks and Smiter are really, really good against the Bant decks, and so I'd, I'd probably play a third Mortars and uh, and a twenty fifth land over the Gruel Key Rune and the Tamiya. But otherwise, like I said, the list looks tight, bro. Like it's it's perfectly fine. I think it it do you just fine, especially in an FNM run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's you know, you know, that's what that's what Daddy Daddy runs with here. But uh, and at the same time, folks, listen up. This is Tyrone here, MG Brainstorm. After this change, I would not be afraid to walk, walk down to a Star City game and play this deck. I would not be afraid at all. I wouldn't care if I lose every single game. I hold my head up high. And in the games I would probably would win, probably scan the crap out of my opponent. So I'm gonna give him, you know, that, that gangster look. You know, you know, you probably seen back in the day with, you know, like, uh, Ice Cube and, and uh, Dr. Dre on them with the head, you know, West Coast look. Like, what? What you gonna do? Uh, okay, you win. Like, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Do, do the Dave Chappelle that's right no but anyway but nice. yeah yeah man but yeah that's uh I was thinking the same thing as well and I was like hmm so well we got uh see so we got Steam Fit oh man did, where's he at oh yeah I got two cats of wolf runs so, well he already has trample so even if I did I have nothing really to pump him up or anything like that so keep running wise mostly I was using it for color but yeah, yeah. I pumped that one so basically you know what, really, to tell you the truth, really, looking at this here, more I look at it, we think about another, uh, cutting both, adding one Jace, or maybe adding a group, uh, um, Relentless. I'm, I would also be okay with you adding another, uh, so here's the interesting piece about Garrick Relentless. So Garrick Relentless can be very good. He's, especially if you're looking to try to tutor up like your one of Etherling. Yeah. So maybe Relentless is fine, uh, and that's gonna lower your curve and your color requirement as well. So you wanna cut two Tamios, play on Borders and a Relentless, and cut the key rune and play a, a blue land. Mm -hmm. I can totally endorse that too, yeah. That, that'd be fine. Alright, that sounds great. Tamio's all good and all, but she's, she does help untap a troll, but Alex, I really have a, I do rather have not rather have another either another Jace or, or the group or Relentless in there as well, but yeah. um, and I mean like I mean Jace may be right. I just I'm just basing on just what I've seen in the, the MTGO metagame, right? right? Like the other thing too is I mean rug decks can be very good in your local FNM metas because you have a clear idea typically of what people are bringing week to week exactly. and you can make sure you've got those right answers to the threats that your opponents are presenting, right? But if but like in an unknown big area, you're going to have a lot more difficulty against a wider berth of deck so like whatever you determine is right like i try relentless because then it gives you like the full spread of each individual one and you exactly. can see which one would be better in each individual situation and then just next week make the change like pick whichever one worked better all right that's most definitely here now i don't know if you uh, if you saw my tweets here i put up a, a small post nothing like doesn't like you gangsters do on your articles and stuff like that when they're i ain't gonna lie i don't mind typing and stuff and anything but at the same time 
I like I'm a more of a, more of a video physical type looker here. I don't like reading too much. You know, I mean, it's nothing wrong reading articles. I can read certain articles, but when you draw on the same thing over and over again, I, you lose my interest. But now, if you jump into different areas, then you keep me going. So, so basically, I, I made a real quick post here that's on my webpage. It's called "What to Do at Your uh, F and M." And find that magic here. So, let's go. Let's want to go in there real quick and tell me what you tell me what you think about it here. So, I'm going to get that pull up real quick. I know what I wrote, but I forgot what it is. Mine's very short, straight to the point. It's just three quick points. It's like a paragraph and a half or less, whatever. But uh, pretty much what I I'll talk about here is one is, is what to do when you go there. Basically, what you want to do here is you know number one, I got get there early. Check out what you're playing against. You know, you want to go out, you know, look and say, okay, we got about almost full house, 15 players. Okay, let's uh, see where everybody. You know, if people get there early. What they're doing? They're touching up the deck. They're getting extra cards that they need to put the deck together. So when F and M starts, they can get you know they can get what they get ready so they need to play so at the same time so when the guys were looking at the binder said what he's looking at so what color he's picking up let's look at but playing against him look okay he's playing he's playing naya oh look he's playing reanimator oh he's oh look over there there's my mirror match but pretty much i'm the only one inside my building playing rug so i don't know about going to, <laughs> i don't worry about no mirror match for me but you know he looks okay he's playing jund okay this one this one's playing for uh Thraktus. this one's only playing two Olivia's. Okay, this one's playing, you know, this and that here. Oh look, we got Risk uh, Act Two. So you kinda can base like, okay, my sideboard is this. Normally what I do, I, I have a fat pet box full of all the colors of cards in there for myself to see to see what I need to put in while I go my FNM like, okay, this is what I'm playing is so let me sideboard these cards in. Or do this like oh look it's zombies. Let me let me go ahead and put in these extra two uh pair of flames in my sideboard, you know, stuff like that. That's the kind of stuff you can do. And uh basically the second point of it is is um once you get done doing all that and for a little bit more for more tweaking is uh play some games. See see how your deck plays. And uh and also get that's another way of seeing what you're playing against. It's like wow, wow, this this green aggro is fast. But I was able, to, but I almost able to beat it. Now, if I just had a little bit more of these in my deck, I probably can do this, you know. Or I can take this card out, and this card works well with Jun as well as regular aggro, because you know, send this. Okay, so do that. So that's another base that you can do. And uh, number three is uh, basically saying we're talking about once you get your games in and you and you study the field, go ahead and uh, make your changes and get ready to play. Go and get you start getting your head in the game. And uh, doing stuff like that, I think that that help would give you a little bit of advantage, uh, advantage in F and M. You're not, it's not really considered cheating or anything like that. I mean, it's no difference of you, you know, this, you know, probably a bad example. Kids do not do this, but uh, it's no difference going to a street race. You know, you get in there early, check out, you know, what you're playing against. Like, oh, I got this uh, under CRX. Oh, look at that. There's a. Um, uh, a, a Dodge 1976 Challenger by High Guy Race, you know, was he rocking with? No stuff like that. So it's never, never nothing wrong of checking down your battlefield before it happens. What do you think about that, Matt? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, if you're also, especially if you've got a, a friendly area too, being able to like jam some of those games early is pretty sweet. Um, often, what you'll find is people will go to FNM and they'll just play a couple of games like just to get the let out with their with their friends mm. and oft times if you're you know catching a sneaky NFI you can get a look at what people are playing too so information is always worth uh, worth power so as the most of it you can get the better exactly Mundo and also another thing important here is 
No, as well is is when you play your games, like when me and Mac were talking about what to do with your cards, and when you come back, you know, the next day, uh, what to uh, how to how to spike it, uh, you know, you know how how to spike your deck, you know, throw extra little flavor or fine tuning is take notes, you know, you know the games that you lost, uh, write down what you, uh, you know what was on the board when you lost and what could you have done, and by looking at your deck and see what you could have done to make it better. So. You can do you can do stuff like that yep. as well. So I think that is some of the best bases that you can do to to get it to get it right. So I don't yeah. I don't see nothing G- else. Game notes are so important. That's something that I've I've been really uh, finding valuable for me. And I mean, for I haven't been playing a lot of FNM, but I mean, even with the stream, I'm able to you know go back and take a look and watch my plays. And I mean, I take notes about lessons that I need to take away each week that mm-hmm. I want to write about in my articles and. It's exactly the same thing. Note taking is so important, especially if you're in big events, because you know writing down what your opponents have in their hand. If your opponent spikes a flavor card against you, you need to make sure that you write down that flavor card so exactly. you can play around that flavor card. Exactly. <laughs> flavor card. That's exactly what you got to do. That's exactly what you call it. Just write that flavor card. Exactly. That's how it is, man. You got to get that flavor card right and rocking. If you don't, and then it's just it'll it'll pound you. It'll, it'll pound you as well. Plus, also uh, one thing I want to take up here as well is. Um, um, when you play certain type of decks, like the like one where we talk about with mine, you know, mine has a lot of little bit ones or twos of. Here's like that. This is not the type of deck that you want to rock with. Now, if you're playing uh, uh, if you're playing uh, like a lot of four ofs, this and that here, like say say if I were playing four heart masters, four quadrus, four uh, uh, um, vials, uh, four thrag tusk, you no, know, you know, blah 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 down the line, four most of here. You know, spells, clowns for uh Midget Motors for Pillarings for of okay. You know, you know back in the call blade days, everything was for this, for that, for this, for that, for this, you know, just keep on basis here. So now it's different. What I found here before with uh with this nod deck that I'm still working on here, I haven't got it up on the site for you can look at it here yet anything, but most of it is is that is that it's just four of four flavor cards. You know, four flavor cards of any type of thing that you know you can mess somebody up with. Like, uh, uh, like some of the other, uh, probably talking about Curse of Echoes. Yeah. You know, no one's looking for a Curse of Echoes to come out. You know, especially, you know, you know, like, like, like on a burn deck or, uh, some type of mill type deck, whatever, you know, it's, you know, this, uh, something that's bad. Uh, actually, uh, some, one of, one of my buddies were playing and he, uh, busts out a Curse of Echoes. And the other player forgot that it was even out there because it's not the card you know me, uh, you know me play is, is the, is the blue card. I think it costs four or five where that you put that many cards real library back inside until your library and the other player shows that many. Well, he. Oh, you psychic spiral. Yeah, psychic spiral, yeah. So yeah. he psychic spirals him and he starts copy it back to him. Yeah, that was just like. Why'd I do that? Then my buddy ended up winning the game because he ended up drawing, uh, on top of his was, um, oh my god, I can't, I'm sorry folks, I am bad, bad, I wasn't even thinking about telling this story, but it was so awesome, I thought about it here. But basically, <laughs> it, it puts airway balanced out is, is basically, um, the, the six drop, but the miracles when, when you, uh, you miracle for one, he does five damage to target a creature player. Thunderous Wrath. Thunderous yeah. Wrath, yes, Thunderous Wrath, yes. He top deck. Uh, it, this is straight shuffle. No, t- I mean the the opponent 
took the deck, shuffled it like three or four times, talked to him. Wow, that was crazy. I totally forgot about uh, Chris Echo, Psycho Sparrows, we almost lost the game, mixed it back together. And he top deck three Thunder's Rash. <laughs> he killed him. <laughs> he he thragged awesome. then he, he bought one thrag so he was at, I think it was at 12. He was like, here for five. Then he swung in, here for five, had a couple of life left. So then uh, he um, only had a land, he played it, then. Next car on top, thunderous wrath. That dude just—he's packed up. He didn't say anything. He left. It was only the second round. He made him quit on the second round. And stuff like that. That's and no one plays thunderous wrath neither. I have not seen the deck. You know that played. That's another couple cards, man. You know, I was thinking about throwing those, some of those in the sideboard just for the hell of it. You know, to say okay, you know, let's say here if I'm beat him fast, hell, top deck the thunderous wrath. You know, just throw the game off. You know, it's. You know, late game six drop card, but you know, since I, you know, just, just flavor wise, maybe one or two of, I was thinking about throwing that in my sideboard myself, and I still might do it. You know, hell, yeah. I, I even have fog in my sideboard. I don't know why, because sometimes, like, well, I may need this one time to beat in, you know, and I need him to swing in and, 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 and leave something open and not see nothing. And bam, I, I, I won't come against the fog. You know, so, you know, it's just stuff like that. You gotta keep them on their toes, man. There's nothing wrong with keeping them on their toes. Keep those stuff right. on their toes, so. It, oh, perfect example. A perfect example of talking about keeping on the toes and not showing your hand is last night when, uh, or the night before when Mac was on, when Mac was on his stream. He did not play his, uh, he did not play his Sublime Angel. He kept it in his hand. He didn't play it. He didn't show, he didn't show what other guy was doing. He just showed him just the other topic with the, uh, smiters and, and your other, your other crazy ass pumps that you're doing on those, uh, the diamond raids and knock them out with diamond raids, but not, Showing the extort, I mean, uh, uh, not extort. I can call it extorted. Uh, um, the exalted, exalt, yeah, the exalted, exalted triggers. From, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he didn't. So that's exactly what I'm talking about. Because that right there could have just stopped the whole game right there. It's like, okay, now I got to flip because he has this out. But even the second game, he didn't even need to bring it out. He he won that game the same way without playing his angel. But the same point is, but it's yes. but it's funny, like because yeah, if you don't play it the first time, then you have the opportunity still to surprise your opponent in the ever important game two with it. Yes, exactly. So, now, that, that being said, the lesson I did learn that show though was that I had Selesnya Charm that I was going to use that mm -hmm. I didn't also in in another game, and I was going to use Selesnya Charm to like give one of my guys two two trample and win. Mm -hmm. But I did, I did show him the Selesnya Charm because I was just like, well, I don't want to show him the trick. Mm -hmm. Then I cited the Selesnya Charms out. And so, like, so the lesson is, if you have a trick in your hand and you will know you're siding it out, mm -hmm. use the trick. Yeah. So that they play around that trick next time, exactly. even though you don't have it in your deck. So, that's lesson number two. Yeah. So it's like, okay, <laughs> had it in, take it out, had it in. Yes, exactly. That's the way you gotta do it, folks. And also another little trick here. Actually, I heard this one. Um, wow, dang it. Uh, uh, maybe not Kitchen Finks. There's no other, other new podcast here. Actually, it's, yeah, I can't remember the name over here. I, I'll look it up here later. I'll put it um, on the website as one of the top shows of the week here and stuff. But, um, basically, he was saying as well is if you have, if, if your mana curve is five and you pretty much already have a staple board, um, if you draw lands, don't play them. Yeah, keep them in your hand, you know, because uh, it it helps it helps out a lot. No, oh, okay, yeah. The, remember what I was telling you about John? You know, John, the Livia's 
were useless to him once I got to six. Cause, cause I, I wasn't even paying my ethling. Uh, you know, I had my lands in my hand, but I kept all the lands in my hand. So when they said discard card, I'm already base and I'm dropping lands out of my hand. Yeah. And, uh, but again, discard another one, drop lands in my hand. It's like, what? What is this? And, and, and I go and, and, and I draw. And what I do, I, I, uh, I, I keep the land, you know, keep the lands in, don't play them, you know, draw extra hands. Had like four, what, like four lands and, and two spells. So, you know, so this, I, I had enough to, to get raised, then I was able to finally get my draw in and able to get rid of the Olivia's. Then after that was pretty much, you know, uh, in game. And I was like, crap. I was pumping up trying to, trying to, you know, trying to get some discard one or when, or, or they say there's a time that you want to uh, discard a creature, you know, discard a creature and the next turn you, you have your execution in your hand. You, you had to worry about, you had to worry about discarding them because you didn't play all the lands in your hand. That's another thing yeah. I look at as well. You, you got all your lands out on the field. But if you would have maybe kept that one land, that one land in your hand, you got two creatures, you got two cards, that you land in that creature, and they made you pump the other creature and say if uh, the other creature is um, um, is, is a geist, uh, and you know green green, you know, and you just need to get that two damage in because he jacked himself up, so he's making you get rid of this creature so you want to die that turn. But you hold that land and make this card that card next turn playing that and win the game could be in a big difference of him because next turn you could have played a Thrag Tusk and came back to life. So that's yeah. another way that you guys got to look at there. So just got to look at your games and look how it goes and plan it that way. So, whoo, yep. that's how it goes. But God, Matt, can you believe, man, 50 episodes? So long. 50 episodes. I, it's like I said, I'm not gangster to y'all, man, but 50 episodes, you know, majority by myself is I consider being, you know, a big, uh, you know, like a big thing here. I, I can't imagine doing that doing that no it's like I, it's like i'm looking at my website right now and it's like man 50 episodes i cannot believe it it's just i'm i'm just blessed and and now it's like when i pull up when i pull up my my twitter now man it's just like i'm about to uh hit up right now look and you uh uh turn one magic follows you uh kevin uh uh dude named kevin I even have a Homeboy, um, uh, what was that? DJ, uh, Spurg with that, uh, um, Spruik, yeah, Spruik, yeah. yeah. He's following me now. I mean, just like, what? Why? That's something I did not think of. And then I have three more new followers that follow me here, you know, and then, and this, and this is just this week. The June, nice. yeah, this week, and in June, I had three more followers now, you know, so I, just like you saying earlier, man, it's no, it's, it's just great and amazing knowing that people actually want to listen to me talk. You know, and it's like, really, man, we come out of cast, you know, pulling Sky and Matt. Okay, that's nice. That's, that's great. Where's my podcast at? You know, and like you're saying in your podcast, and people get irate when you don't make one. That's you crazy. Know, it's just, and, and I think that's awesome. I would never thought of that. I was like, wow, people actually want to see me play? Shoot. I mean, not play, you know, play magic. Cause what I want to do is I want, I want to get on and I want to get a deck together first online and I want to play with you. you know, and, and, sure. and you have some, uh, has to have some games and uh, stream online. Has, has some viewers come on and uh, check us out, and we'll have a, we'll have an online barbecue. <laughs> no, I'm down. That's awesome. Yeah. So, like I said, we, yeah. like, we haven't played in a long time, man. You know, and uh, I definitely, will, I definitely want to play some popper because I got this popper deck you probably haven't seen yet that does some work. But uh, I want you, I, I want to get into it. I want to be surprised because I want some payback, which did to me with that. Uh, um, uh, that, uh, that, uh, Planeswalker Super Friends deck you beat me with one time, a long time ago. 
That was, that that was a, a a a brutal brutal. I was like, okay, okay, you're dead. I'm like, what? It's only turned three. How am I dead already? Then and, yeah, <laughs> you made a uh, you made a couple emblems with Soren, and you, you and then you um, Andrew's retreating me or something like that. Whatever. Yeah, or or lingering souls or something. Yeah, just it was not fun. I, I didn't have much of an answer on that one. Nothing I can do about that one. So that was just that was the dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that deck was a lot of fun. I miss Ponder. Yeah. Ponder made Ponder made playing miracles impossible. God, man, uh, they just this whole. I'm not gonna say we're gonna have to wrap up show up here in a little minute, but uh, yeah, man, I just can't. They they bond all these crazy cards, man. It's like now it's like I've been wanting to play Soul Flare for so long, but uh, it's so it, it's it's funny you should say that because actually you should say that I uh I have been looking at so I I've got basically enough to make any two decks in standard, uh-huh. right? So long as they don't share a color of land, uh-huh. right? Because I've got, like, play sets of, of, like, shocks and M10s and stuff, but I don't have, like, eight. So I was looking around, and I'm like, okay, well, if I have Naya built, then what else can I build? Right. And David McDarby made a, uh, a Forbidden Alchemy-based Unbarrel Rights deck, and he played it, like, I don't know, like, last summer, maybe the beginning of this year. It was before Dragon's Maze, anyway. And... Uh, and it looked pretty good. Like, it must have been... Yeah, it must have been, like, around March break time. Uh-huh. And, like, it looked pretty good, but I was waiting to, for somebody to, to update it. And so let me actually... I'm going to send you something. All right. And you can take a look at this deck list <laughs> right now. We're going to get the live reaction, because uh, on the standard premiere event, uh, very recently, there was a sixth-place Esper reanimator list... That here we go. Copy. And I'll send this to you. And I want you to tell me what you think of this. Because this deck list looks really neat. And I actually think I'm gonna make this as my second paper deck, because this looks crazy. And then I'm gonna play around with it and see what I think. But there's the list for you. You can take a look at that. Alright. Take a game. Yeah, it plays with a bunch of the big white creatures like Angel of Serenity and Obsid at Ghost Council, and this deck makes me very happy. <laughs> what? Alright, see so we got we got the augers, we got your vampire nighthawks, Obsidats, Angels <laughs> Uh the Syncopates, awesome, ultimate price, priceless. Uh, far and away. Let's try to think which one far and away. So uh, far yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, that's creature, so yeah. Very good. Yeah, the bouncing sack. It's a very, very good spell. Wow. That right. It, that to me, that kind of competes with turn and burn right there. Yeah. yeah pop yeah. one. Oh, and sacrifice one. Now what? Sucker. Tack in with my yeah. angel strain. My ghost counter for fifteen. Now what? Yep. You get your one Liliana. What well, that that totally means as well that it, you can. Um, you don't have a Liliana, you still can work around it. This is only one. Yeah. Lingering Souls. Four, four Forbidden Alchemies is the the most important piece of that deck, right? Yeah. Making sure you have the full four of those. Exactly. Um, the Paradise. Yeah. It's four Supreme Court. Soren. Damn him. Fixed Revelations. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. I like that, man. I, I do. The boat, I mean, it's just. And the best part about these people is, is if, if you look at it, it's like wow, the way this deck looks. I like how it work, how it works. But then if you think if you go behind it, 
you just gotta sit. You can twerk it. You know, if you don't have the angels, you maybe run one, two angels, throw something else on there. Uh, if you don't got angels, you got more app stats. You can play another app stats. You don't have Liliana. Blood, blood, those, Bear, you know. blood Baron of Viscopa seems yeah. like it'll be fine. In the yeah, so, I mean, so many different varieties. And best part about it, I'm sure someone probably just has just one Phoenix Revelation and everything else in here. I mean, even if you don't have uh, uh, all su- Supreme Verdicts, I mean, there's other ways to clear the board. If you got three, that's fine. You know, four of is always great, but to me, I think I, I'm more of a three of guy because I feel like mm-hmm. we run three of you know this of certain cards that you still can balance and with some with something else. But like I said, forbidden alchemies are four or a must. You gotta have four. I mean, no no question about forbidden alchemies. That's pretty much your base of your type draws. Um, hell, even um, even on barrel rex, yeah, only a three of. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, barrel rex <laughs> exactly. You can um, uh, what's the one uh. uh the one drop, Mickey Mill two. Uh, Thoughtscour. Yeah, Thoughtscour. Yeah, that's a good card for this list yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. you can Thoughtscour. You Thoughtscour yourself because pretty much you're doing the same thing as for being alchemy. You can, you know, you hit two, then you know pull them out as well. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. You, you can mix this. You know what you just did for me, man? You just did me. I've been wanting to play some other colors besides. I'm gonna be wanting to make another deck, and I'm making. I'm gonna make one. I, I don't have. I got some of the angels and. I have ops dots and I have pretty much everything else. I won't make it and I won't twerk it and I'll send nice. it to you tonight and we'll we, we, okay. look at it here. So, and uh, we're getting together here. But, uh, man, you got me hyped. I, did, I already didn't save the page and everything. I'm ready to rock and roll with this. Yeah, it uh-huh. looked, it looked pretty sweet. Solar Flare, was, uh... baby. I just love playing Solar Flare, man. He's not understand the, just the whole, whole, uh, Sun Titan and, and, uh, copying this, copying that. Oh, another Sun Titan, you know, and just, just bring back, um, what was her? What was the the one that protected from green that uh, was in Mirrodin? Uh, oh, Mirrodin Crusaders. And Mirrodin Crusaders bring him back and swinging. You know, oh, oh man, I just. Mm-hmm. This so just and, blew my and mind. I can I can tell you, having played some four color reanimator myself, I can tell you how crazy it is to play Angel Serenity. Mm-hmm. The card is very very powerful. Yes. So you know, being able to like. You know, play him and Obsidad in the same deck seems pretty sweet. I'm, I'm pretty excited. This one maybe, yeah. uh, this one could be fun. Yeah. Yep, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it tonight. I'm gonna do it tonight and play it. But first, I, I gotta tweak my rugs. Like I said, I guess I gotta stay on the rug first, then I'll worry about everything else. So, yes, Mr. Matt, we have to get on there, man. I, I might even make something like this. Like I said, I don't, like I said, I don't have the online collection. I haven't been online in months. I just, like I said, I, like I said, hell, I haven't even been playing paper, buying paper cards in months, so, you know. Pretty much on the grind, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I see a lot of overtime in my future. Get back in the game, so I would definitely do that here. So after I take my daughter to Disneyland, <laughs> then I will yeah. do that. But uh, yeah, so yeah, this summer we're gonna try to, uh, you know, we'll try to take her to Disneyland here. So we'll probably do that here. So, but uh, oh, Mr. Mac, I think it's time to uh, get off the bus here, man, and um, let you get on your way and join your beautiful day up there in the Canada IA and. Uh, I like good stuff here, man, but I just want to, you know, before you do that, I just want to thank you very much for uh, coming join me on my 50th episode, man. It, yeah, you got it, man. It I'm was, happy to be here. It would not have been the same without you, man. You know, it's, you know, it's like I have a celebrity of Mac on my show. Hey, it can't be better than that. Cannot be better than that. Mac Daddy is celebrity, man. I'm telling you. If you don't think that you're not, you are a normal dad and you know and all, but at the same time, when it comes magic, when the magic lights on, you are a celebrity, even though you're not the type, like, like you're talking about, you're basically in a different part of the magic community. You're, you're not the, the pro tour winner, you know, that type of 
magic, you're more of the the people, you know, you know, people type magic, you know, you and you're doing your podcast, doing your deck techs, uh, you know, just talking to other people, you know, just just jiving, being, you know, just that that cool ass guy in the magic community, man. That's 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 your celebrity. That's how you rock. And and that's why I respect you the most. I mean, I still respect you know. If you win PT stuff, that I'm not saying disrespect you any other type of ways as well. But what you do for us here and even me, like I said, this this seed never been have been planted without you. So hey, you know, you, you do a lot more than what you think that you don't do for magic people here, man. So even though, trust me, tell you this right now, even though you don't have some comments back on your page, there's people talking about man, this dude Sky and Mac is the shit. And number two. If you don't feel that Sky and Mac is the shit, keep a comment to yourself. We don't want to hear it. Thank you. Okay, uh, but but at the same time, it's almost say something. You're garbage in that because you're totally wrong. You turn wrong. You must. You don't know how to judge people. Pretty much, if if you could bring hate towards this man, and and even everybody else there on on uh, um on their podcast, it's it's pretty much you're worthless. The world is a piece of crap and you have to meet yourself and you dress a hater. So if you go hate, go drink your haterade over in the corner by yourself with your dense hat on. In the corner. Leave that leave us the hell on. Don't bring this in my way. If you got hate mail towards Matt, send it to me. I'll tell you what's on my mind. But anyway. Anyway, Matt, once again, my dog, I want to thank you for joining me here today, man. It really means a lot to me, man. I appreciate it very much. You got it, and, man. Uh, anytime. And uh yes, um anytime you want to get on to play, man, or 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 just you got some deck ideas, just you know, just like just shooting the breeze, or whatever. It's like, ah, oh, this deck I see here is tight. So let me let me check it out, and you know, and let, you know, let's jive about it. You know, let's get on the podcast again sometime and talk about it. You know what I mean? So you know, so uh, that that would be awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm, I'm psyched. I don't really even want to get off the cast, but I still got some stuff I got to do here today, so I have to get off here and go do it. So sounds good. All right, Mr. Mac, thank you, sir, for uh, um, being on the show. Once again, and I want to thank everyone for listening. And uh, before we break off here, man, uh, give, go ahead and give your shout-outs, man. Sure. Well, I mean, like, first and foremost, i got to give a shout-out to all my boys at the A-Team. You know, Medina J and KYT. I would be nothing without those guys, so that's pretty sick. Um, also, obviously, I've got to give a shout-out to Face-to-Face Games and all of their gracious sponsorships that they uh, provide and different business opportunities that they provide us as a, as a team members. so that's pretty sweet you guys should uh, if you're in Canada you should definitely check those guys out um, and then of course I gotta give you know props to Medina for, for letting me you know do my stream and give me a place to, to put out the creative uh, you know the creative output and thanks to MTGO Traders for, for letting that happen um, otherwise just like huge thanks to you and, and everyone else in the community that shows love man like I mean, you know, you guys are the reason that we do what we do. And, well, you know, if you guys didn't appreciate it, we wouldn't do it. So thank you, guys. It's awesome. All right. So I'm talking about here. All right. My spanky shout outs here are two. We just shout out to my boy Marcel. We try to get Marcel on here with his man, but we call him on the time when he's not on break when he's working. Uh, gotta get him out. Shout out to the two knuckleheads, the two crazy suckers, and, and Mac. I know you know what I'm talking about here. Homeboy Kevin and Maddie. You knuckleheads. What's up? Shout out to y'all. And, uh, I want to shout out to all of my new followers to the, uh, to my um, tw- Twitch feed and everything here. And, uh, pretty much also, I want to give also, a big shout out to my homeboy uh ferret because you know same time as you he just came and jumped on and just hopped on and said like, hey 
what about this and that you know he just he turned the whole perspective of what i was thinking i'm gonna do for my deck here and brought some light to him so i want to give him a big shout out as well plus another reason i want to give him a big shout out is because it seemed like he's always buzzing himself in that, in that ferret ferret buzzer fence so we'll make sure he's okay so big shout out to you man stay clear if you see anything shiny don't go towards it anyway besides that everybody thanks for joining me here on the show uh mr matt daddy stand by don't go nowhere yet and uh once again this is uh mt brainstorm with your host tyrone on here with my homeboy scotty matt everybody out there be easy peace